0: Hey, I'm Angie and I'm Emily. Being a creative person in the corporate space can be really tough and we should know. Join us to talk about how to be a right brain in a left brained world. It's the artist at work. So today we want to just talk about something that's like super actionable. You can take away, look up, download, whatever it is, and start using, you know, right now. Um, So we're going to talk about some of our favorite tools, whether those are apps or paper or a fun thing on your desk, whatever it is, those tools that kind of like get us through the day, keep us accountable, and make us even work faster. Em, you want to kick this off? Yeah, Sure.
1: I will start by saying that I and I know that you are too so I, I apologize for stealing your thunder but this is something we really share the notes app on the iPhone it is Whoa, love it. it Oh my good Lord you know we are both all Apple people so I my notes can go from my phone to my iPad to my computer absolutely seamlessly. I started using it when I moved to Austin was probably when I really started using it in earnest and it was because I want I, a lot of my stuff was going into storage. When I had first moved down here, we moved into a really little apartment and I wanted to know where absolutely everything was. And so I had a beautiful, labeling system and it was all in the notes app. So box A was full of silverware and it was in the back of the storage unit. Box Q was full of old photographs and that was kind of in the the top left. And I just was able to consult that app across devices, as they say, to look at and for whatever I wanted to. And it was super helpful and helped me really organize during a rather um, kind of topsy turvy time in my life. When I was going to the grocery store, I would, that would be my Uh, grocery list. It was never on paper, which is again, great for me because I have terrible handwriting. And I use it now to keep track of all of my work, whether that's agenda items for one meeting or just a draft of an email that I'm going to send. The notes app is it for me.
0: And I agree. I use it for a shared note for grocery shopping. So we we both add things to it when we see something missing and then check it off when we're there. I use it to keep track of those things you think of when you're laying in bed. I have to check in with my notes app almost every morning yeah. to be like, did I add anything to this? Cause you know, when you're like <laughs> quasi asleep, you're like, did yeah. I dream that? Or I do that. Cause sometimes some of your best ideas are in there. Kind of anything, anything I'm thinking about the plus minus thing we've talked about yeah. that Emily and Jeff created. It's the things that you get a point for each day. I keep it in there in my notes app and I Consulted every day. And then even like I see an online course I'm interested in. I have a whole courses note, or I see these really cool socks. Oh, I you know what? I also saw socks. So I have a list of socks. Like it's super (laughs) random, but that's where my lists are. And that's where I know I can search in there and find what I need. It's it's a game
1: changer. It's simple, it works exactly how it promises you it will. And I again, I I, I'm looking at my notes app right now. I have 1,286 notes
0: in the app. Um, and some of them are winners and some of them are weird. That's so funny. I have like my go-to sushi order in there. Nice. Just like anything you need right away. You don't want to rethink about is where it goes. So yeah, I have some canned emails in there, like things you just copy and paste. Yeah. So yeah, the notes app, we love it. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. What about one of yours? I'm going to go ahead and just do my analog version and my planner plug. My full focus planner is one of my favorite tools. You need an affiliate link for this. I know. It's nice. You have two pages per day with your top three, your big three things you can list at the top. And then there's a place to do other tasks. And then there's also a timeline down the side. See so if you, you can draw it out like a calendar. And then there's a notes page. So anything you want to take notes on that day or have ideas about, I put there. Additionally, I have another little planner that's undated. It's just gives you a little bit of space per day and it can sit on your desk. And I kind of put high level stuff, people's birthdays. If I have big meetings, my workouts, things like that go on here. And it's just another place to kind of check in with myself. So yeah, paper products, love them. I love them in theory. I'm still getting to loving them in, uh, in practice. We'll get there. <laughs> Okay.
1: I've got one. I, as a writer and editor, I highly recommend the Hemingway app. Um, this is one of two writing tools that I'm going to hit you with. Um, the Hemingway app, of course, you know, Ernest Hemingway was was notoriously terse, used a lot of short words, short sentences to really get some, some powerful points and prose across. And this is a free app that will allow you to do the same, even if you're just writing a brief. It flags long sentences and overuse of adverbs, things like that. If it heard me, if it got a transcript of the way I speak, it would just redline the whole damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) But it really is quite helpful for somebody who has a tendency to go on and on a bit and just um, help you keep yourself sort of accountable um, to write clearly. Even if you do not write professionally, it's a very helpful tool.
0: I just wrote that down. I will be downloading it or whatever. Is it an app or? No, it's like a browser window kind of thing. Okay. Cool noted. It's great. Another one I use as a designer, guys, which I really turned my nose up to. (laughs) I was offended by it. And then I was mesmerized by it. Now I'm a daily user of it is the app Canva. And if you don't know what that is, it's like graphic design light literally anyone can use it it's a drag and drop they have frames you can dump video into it's how i make all of the social graphics for this this pod and they look great um, and It's so fast. It's not that I don't love Adobe, and that has its purposes. If I'm just gonna create a custom logo or if I was gonna do a whole 10-page spread of something, I would still be using my InDesign and my Illustrator. If I'm gonna color correct a photo, I'm going into Photoshop. But if I'm gonna make a social graphic, there's no world where I'm creating the 1080 by 1080 frame for Instagram squares and going in there and dropping in graphics canva makes it so simple so easy and it talks across platforms you can dump in your google pictures you can dump in um, any of the free stock imagery goes right in there it's just an incredible tool and as a designer i was so skeptical and i can the more and more i use it the more i appreciate it it's amazing yeah it really as somebody who does not have a design background at all it is very easy for even a
1: dum dumb like me to use not that i would need to be but it's kind of fascinating I'll give you one that I've said before, the 10 hour celestial white noise video on YouTube. Not really a tool, but certainly something that helps me work a little more productively, mm-hmm. faster, uh, efficiently, and with far fewer distractions than um, I would without it. It's literally just um, space screaming into your ear. I don't know why it is so effective. I cannot fall asleep to white noise. I cannot do anything else with white noise, but listening to this YouTube very, very loudly helps me focus in a way that few, few other things can. Um, so celestial white noise on YouTube, check it out.
0: I love that. And I love that you've identified that and it gets you into the zone. It's great. That's so important. Yeah. Another one I really love, which is a small business specific is Flowdesk. So this is my email service provider and they are at a really super affordable price for a solopreneur. And they're beautiful. The templates are gorgeous. You can add your brand colors and you can make it your own. Or you can build things from scratch. But the fonts they, they give you feel really personal. It feels more arty. Um, when I was trying to find my you know, my service provider, what, who was I going to send my notes from? I wanted it to feel like me. And I started with um, a different... A different one that was, you know, probably everyone's favorite because it has more bells and whistles. You can do a lot with segmenting and workflows. And if you don't know what that means, it's okay. You don't probably don't need to, but really targeting your list so you're sending the right messages to the right people at the right time. So I started there because that's what everyone else was doing. And when you're new, you just kind of follow and then you see if it works for you, right? You experiment. Well, when I found Flowdesk, I, it was like a no-brainer. I switched, but that had a lot of implications. I had to change all my forms. So any form field on a website comes from a different um, email service provider generally because it's going to take your information. So you have to update all your forms. I had to build all my new emails. But I'm so happy I did that work because they're so much they're so much better and pretty. And that, unfortunately pretty matters to me. Like, and I want something beautiful in people's inboxes. I don't want to be marked as spam. I don't want people to unsubscribe. So I'm trying to add value and I want it to be um, fun to look at. So if you want to be on my newsletter, those come out twice a month on Fridays and they're pretty, I promise. And helpful. I think. Co-signed. They're great. Um, Super helpful. A lot
1: of value, not just filler about, you know, bullshit, like which tools you use or whatever. It's actually really helpful. (laughs) (laughs) I will continue to go real lo-fi here. I am a longtime hater, and mostly because I'm afraid of spreadsheets. My dad, for years, tried to teach me like MS DOS, sort of like um, whatever that spreadsheet (laughs) program was, and like like he had all these like cool formulas for you know interest rates and stuff like that. He used to be a banker, and tried to instill in his um, right-brained daughter a uh, sort of an understanding of like formulas and spreadsheets. And it always, my brain just doesn't think in squares and formulas and rows and columns and grids like that. So I avoided Excel for as long as I possibly could. But for whatever reason, when Google Sheets came around, I was all in, and it had nothing to do with numbers. Um, it had everything to do with my tracking my skincare routines. <laughs> She's not kidding. Oh no, I, this is dead serious. About five years ago, I um, no, a little bit more at this at this point, I think I started going all in on bananas wackadoo um, skincare products and testing and tracking, and have a huge master list of every product I've ever put on my face, every every sheet mask, every serum, every every. Acid treatment, whatever you want to call it, all in a master list. I now keep recipes in there, and I now keep all. We have a, a master document in our house called Family Address Book, and it is how we know where people live. It is how we know what their kids' names are, and if we sent them a holiday card last year. Google Level sheets, of organization is mind-boggling. Prime. I can't believe you're so committed. to Oh, that. this is like my 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 crown jewel of documentation is this particular spreadsheet and it is so helpful and it is so efficient and I like it so much. Google Sheets, once I learned that you could use spreadsheets for things that were not numbers, I really was a convert. My editorial calendar that I use for work is in Google Sheets rather than um, a big fussy tool, which I have also explored and, and wanted at certain points. But yeah, Google Sheets for organizing
0: things really has, uh, I didn't think I was going to be here, but here I am. <laughs> well, I'm ha- I'm happy you made it. And I'm happy that you can teach me to use it better. I will. One fun one I want to kind of just point out, I've discovered this in the last few months and have found fun ways to use it, but I think it would be even more fun kind of at work, is Post-it Notes has an app. And you can do like three different things with it. You can keep to-do lists. And what you do is you have like a board of to-dos and you move them over into a done section when they're done rather than crumpling them up and throwing them away. Cute. There's a today section too, so you can prioritize. You can also take photos of the post-it notes on your wall and import it into this app and it'll make them individual post-its. So it's digitized. Very cool. And then there's also a brainstorming function there. Say you're holding a brainstorm virtually, you could all use the post-it note app to kind of aggregate things together. So While I only used it for to-do lists, just because I think it's fun and cute, I see how it could really be used at work for teams, especially. So that's a really fun one. Uh, Back to
1: a writing tool. I'm sure that many of you have heard of, or perhaps even used Grammarly. It is a Chrome plugin extension. Um, It's also a full site. It's also a full service. While you're writing, while you're in Google Docs, I don't know if there's an equivalent for the Microsoft Office users of the world, but it does track your writing as you are writing stuff and shows you if you have misused an adverb or an adjective. My biggest problem with Grammarly is honestly that it believes in the serial comma and I do not um, So it will tell you to insert a serial comma, but I encourage you to buck that trend, but it's really helpful. It's free. You can pay for it if you want to get a little fancier or customize it at all. But it's just a nice, again, like there are times when I, when I use the wrong word, Um, even though this is how I make my money. Um, And that's really sad, but I am relying on this tool to be a little <laughs> bit, but uh, my, the nun in my, in my grammar school class, wrapping my knuckles with a ruler, which is something I
0: never did, but a, an analogy I bring up a whole lot. <laughs> another app I really love that isn't necessarily work related. It's habit related called the habit app. Um, And there's a free trial for it. I think it's either 14 or 30 days. And what is beautiful about it is it's very simple. So you can just put a habit in, identify a color. You see how many times a week or day you do the habit to count, right? And then when you click into it, it shows you a percentage of how you're doing. It shows you a graph of since starting last month, last year. It's just a cute way to check in. You could use it for that plus minus idea as well. I use them for like the things that kind of um, pop up the most. Like I want to go to bed before midnight. I need a reminder to floss my teeth every day. Did I work out? Did I have enough veggies that day, little things. So you could add as many as you want there, but it's really satisfying because your bubble gets bigger as you do the thing more times. So yeah, it's just a pretty one.
1: One thing that I also really like to use is, uh, it's called Pinboard. It's a little subscription service where you it just allows you to save your bookmarks. It is, I believe, $11 a year. I've been using it for seven or eight years at this point. I love it. It is just, I don't know why I like it so much more than, you know, Google bookmarks or whatever, but there's a cute little app that you can use for your phone called pinner. It is where I keep most of my um, like food stuff rather than, you know, having a a recipe box on New York times Mm -hmm. cooking, rather than again, bringing in recipes to a Google sheet pinboard for me is where I keep a ton of links and it allows you to take notes on what the link is. So every time after I make a recipe that I've pinned, I put the date and I say like, here's, this was good, or this was bad. Here's why, here's what I changed about it. It's really, really simple. It's really, really easy to use. It's really, really easy to look at. um, And I highly recommend that as a place to collect your links that you'd like to bring with you across devices.
0: Interesting. Haven't heard of that one either. It's great. Well, another one I use for work, and I think you could use uh, personally, if you don't have a project management software at your organization, I use Asana. So that allows me to create projects and then drill in at a task level and assign dates. And I could also assign things to other people within my team if I had a team so i really like it because it's visual you can do it in boards or lists there's all kinds of like hacks out there you the free version is perfect you do not need to upgrade um and there's all sorts of hacks to make it work for yourself and a lot of people will do youtube videos on it like how i made asana work for my weekly calendar and people really put in like a ton of things in there to make it really robust so i'm loving asana other people really like trello as well but either I, i've used both in asana just makes more sense to my brain
1: Do you have any tools that you either don't like or have stopped using because you just, they weren't what they had promised to be and they weren't really serving the needs that you needed them to meet?
0: I'll just say if anyone has a really good food tracking app, I would love to, I would love to know some other options. I have explored a bunch. I generally use like MyFitnessPal. I've tried LoseIt. I've tried many others and They all just seem like a necessary evil rather than if you're tracking your, your calories. I would like something that was more visual, more stimulating, more simple, kind of like the habit app is just something more beautiful. It's just so clunky and filled with ads. And I just hate it. It's a bummer.
1: I, uh, kind of in that vein, I have stopped wearing my Apple watch, Mm -hmm. um, And I have also turned off almost all notifications on my phone because I was just getting too much. I, I removed the news app because I was getting multiple things a day from the news app. Only text message notifications I have on are for my immediate family members. Everybody else is on silent. I read it when I read it. And I have also, you know, again, stopped with the watch because everything, even with the notifications off, everything was just buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. And I couldn't deal with it. It was entirely too much. So no thank you to those tools for me and you know that feels like its own
0: productivity unlock by knowing that those aren't for me yeah and that's that's so interesting i have almost every notification turned off on everything always yeah. so it sometimes i get teased like did you see that text or i sent you it on facebook messenger and i was like no. well i'll see it when i see it cuz i'm obviously doing something else so i'm not looking for notifications yeah yeah i feel like in the same vein if you guys don't know this if you're an apple iPhone user, you can turn off calls that aren't in your address book. So I did that a few months ago because I get a ton of spam calls and I don't answer the phone if I don't know the number that's calling me. It's just if you are cold calling me or you're a doctor or whatever, you can leave a message, right? So if you're not even, you're calling me and you're not leaving a message, then I'm sorry, you're not going to talk to me. So that's been awesome too. It's just another notification I could kind of turn off.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And anything that helps us sort of as these, as the tools in our pro side do help us kind of focus more on the things that we want to be working on um, and less on, you know, distracting us from spam calls and news stories about things we don't really care about. It's it's always kind of nice.
0: Yeah. So if you guys have any tools, any things that worked or unlocked something for you, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, We'll start the conversation in our stories, but please engage and let us know. Yeah. We can't wait to hear from you. Yeah. Talk to you next time. Bye.